what kind of beer are you drinking, G? I got Mad Tree, which is a local beer. It's a Cincinnati beer. Have you ever had it? Mad Tree? I haven't. Tell me about it. What's it like? Yeah, Mad Tree. Is it a high alcohol percentage? Uh, this is psychopathy. That's uh, that's this kind. It's a it's a IPA. It this one's very hoppy. It's uh, psychopathy with like the the middle psychopathy spelled like there's a hop in there like psychopathy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yes, I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's an oh. it's an up and coming brewery. It's been around for a couple years and so, it keeps getting bigger and bigger i'm actually a little surprised you haven't seen it at all like i bet it's in cleveland i don't know i don't know if you've bought beer at a gas station in cleveland recently well i went to the liquor store today san diego is like one of the biggest craft brew places in the country now it's basically places that used to be empty storefronts they're breweries now there's just like dudes in there making beer and having a tasting room and stuff the good part about that is if you like drinking beer that's actually in the place that it's being brewed san diego is like a great place for that if i go two miles away there's five or six breweries like places where beer is brewed they have taste the beer or it's got like food and beer there when you go to the liquor store like a local liquor store it's like inundated with San Diego beer, you know? So I was actually looking for the six point, like mm-hmm. the resin or global warmer, global warmer. You could, but couldn't find six point. No, I saw like 50 really? different San Diego. Southern California yeah. beers. I wonder why San Diego is such a microbrew hotspot. Where's six point from? Six point is Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, okay. So Dylan, have you gone to that brewery where that, the Cincinnati brewery? Yeah. Mad tree. Yeah. They, Mad I tree. went to their, their old location and they're moving to a new bigger location because they're getting too big. Mm. I have a topic right here I want to talk about yeah. that I thought about while I was driving to like Butler County or some random place. I was like, ah, I wonder what those guys would think about this. What was your revelation? <laughs> Did you actually write it while you were driving? Were you steering with your knee? Was it the old? No, I just thought about it, and I thought about it enough to like make sure I remembered it. Mm. Okay. Well, all right. You're. It's like kind of a specific thing, but it, it could be very generalized. It's like um, I thought about it in a lot of ways. Mm. Basically, superlatives. <laughs> yeah. And how much they bother me. Like, <laughs> when people yeah. talk about things and they say they're the, it's the best. Yeah. All right. This this happened once, and like, okay, you know Calvin and Hobbes, the comic strip that everybody loves. Yes, familiar. And I love Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. Oh, you're gonna got, say they're not the best. Then. I've got the. I can I've see got where their, this is going already. I've got their best of like. I've got their the hard cover, all mm-hmm. comics they ever made. I mean, yeah. I love that comic. Mm-hmm. But like, I've heard people say like it's the best comic ever made, and that bothers me, man. Because like, especially so? especially comics, mm-hmm. like. You can't say that's better than The Far Side, for instance, mm. because it's a completely different thing, and one is not better than the other. I'd say they're both. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what? I, I totally, I completely agree with you on this on this thing. It's it's difficult to rank anything that has any sort of artistic merit above any other thing, because it depends on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to be. Like, you can be the best Calvin and Hobbes type you can be the best at that, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're better than what the far side was trying to be. 
Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's tricky. Any anytime, yeah. And you could even say like I was I was thinking of like <laughs> like the peanut the peanuts. Yeah. That comic strip yeah. that has a lot of similarities to Calvin and Hobbes. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not even like Calvin Calvin and Hobbes was like this. I mean, it was unique that it was like a pet that was only alive. It was a stuffed animal. Yeah. That was it's this oh, character yeah. only with Calvin. That was cool. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, Peanuts had Snoopy. Yep. Had the whole kids thing. Yeah. Before Calvin and Hobbes had the whole kids thing. We've got yeah. I mean, this is well worn territory. It's yeah. like is is it real or is it not real? It, it just exists in Calvin's mind or does it? Like, yeah. yeah that was very cool. I mean, I it was cool. It. I did too. I think it works great, especially in the, in, in the format. Yeah. Something that I really love about Calvin and Hobbes, they have the side by side kind of thing. I mean, like in Charlie Brown or Garfield, those type of comics where it's just like, okay, you have two characters and then it's just one cell each. But in Calvin and Hobbes, they're I don't want to say that it's more artistic, but like if you look at some of the large panels and you see there's like watercolor yeah. drawings done and things are uh, in 3D perspective, I think as far yeah. as Sunday comics <laughs> go, it's kind of pushing it's pushing the yeah. limits of, of what you oh, could yeah. do yeah. in yeah. a newspaper the, the, compared yeah. to some of the ones that are just like the single cells, like side by side. Yeah, the like the Spaceman Spiff comics and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, are, dude, I was just I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely pushing what has been done in a Sunday comic format pretty far. Dude, I far, love far those Spaceman Spiff ones. Yeah. They were the best. They were but, really good. But at the same time, there's like Marvel comic books that aren't in. A, are, they're not specifically in a, a Sunday, you know, yeah. or like a, a weekly comic. You know, they don't put uh, the X Men in a in a Sunday newspaper. Even though the drawings might be like far superior or the story or whatever, it's just not set up for that format. But as far as like Sunday That's comics weird. go, you know, you can kind of measure like the maybe not how good or best something is, but I think that you can kind of measure how well they utilize the space as far as, you know, what the story is. And I'm, I mean, I'm not really, I guess the true measure of, the the comics like the Sunday comic or you know weekly co- newspaper comics I guess is what you what you would say like syndication you know like how many newspapers it's in is kind of does does a massive audience is is this too watered down is this too lowest common denominator you know yeah. that that and that's why it's in every newspaper or is it in every newspaper because it's it, it really is a great comic. Okay, you so know? Calvin Hobbes probably was able to walk that line better than most and, and retain more artistic integrity yeah. than, than uh, almost anything, probably, considering well, yeah, they, he never know, licensed anything to any, like, you know, there's no merchandise. There's no yeah, that's, merchandise. that's one thing, that guy, he was definitely... Bill know. Watterson is his name. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I knew that. But, I like, he, he was a stickler for that kind of thing, though. Yeah. And, and I, there were... There was a there was a whole period where he was not gonna do the comic anymore unless he had like a certain amount of space in the paper. Yeah. And then he I, do you remember when it took up so much space in the paper? <laughs> yeah, it was big. It was top of the fold. It was like gigantic. It was huge. It, yeah, I mean got, you would almost like a, a whole comic space of in and of itself just for the title, Calvin and Hobbes. Like 
It, they could have put another whole comic there if they wanted. I mean, you could almost say that was arrogance that he had oh, to have yeah. that much space. I mean, well, I don't know like how much I, you want to give him credit. Like, yeah, no, I I'm not like fully in his court on that. Like, it's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little much. It's, yeah, because I, I, would, I would think it's definitely I know, arrogant. I know you and I have talked about this before too. Is like, talk, like, there's something to be said about you get this confined, you get this amount of space, and this yeah. is what you get to do with it. You know. And, and yeah, that's, you work within your limits. You work yeah. within like what you the space given to everybody, and it's just you know. And then yeah. he's taken all this space. Yeah. I mean, this probably had happened 15 years ago. So I don't necessarily agree with this. his. His yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, kind of reaching old details. I do know what you're saying. I don't even necessarily agree with his anti uh, merchandising stance. Like I, I appreciate that's what he felt, and he he was. I mean, basically, he could have made you know. <laughs> millions of dollars time like time after time like he could have made untold fortunes if he wanted to have calvin Hobbes backpacks and lunch t- t-shirts lunch, lunch bags yeah. Uh, yeah uh action figures anything if he would have licensed his work to whoever or mattel or kenner i don't even know who now <laughs> nowadays he could have been even richer than he is and he said no and that's not something I possibly probably would have done, honestly. Like, it's a freaking cartoon character. What difference does it make if some, you know, some kid like has a Calvin Hobb backpack? They, he likes Calvin Hobb. He wants a, he wants some stupid licensed merchandise. Like, I I remember liking that as a kid. Like, I don't think it's necessarily bad. I don't think it necessarily takes away from the artistic integrity. I had like a Garfield pillow and sheets. And I don't, I don't think Jim Davis is any, is like a sellout. Yeah. And he, like, you know, I mean, more than whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty conflicted with that. Like, I, I, I appreciate, I don't know. I appreciate what Bill Watterson did. And I appreciate the fact that he took a stand. And he was able to because his comic was so popular. But yeah. I, I'm not like saying he's right in every occasion. I'm not saying that's what I would do, or I'm not. I'm not I don't know. I have a hard time reconciling because I think I would sell out in a heartbeat if I was if I had something worth <laughs> that, that someone wanted me to sell well, out. I mean, about. especially if you had drawn a really popular comic for 20 years and then yeah. you're done drawing it. Like, what's the yeah. harm of having like lunch pails with mm-hmm. stuff on it? Yeah, what is the harm? I mean, you, you're There's not losing bad. any artistic integrity anymore because you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because no one looks at, like, a Peanuts lunch pail and be like, I can't believe, you know, Charlie Brown is a sellout. Like, well, no, no that, one one's, that, that one's a little right? more complicated because that's – they use Snoopy for, like, MetLife. Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah. You can, you can kind of tell just... that, like, Charles Schwab's estate sold that. You know, it wasn't so much that it Charles was... Charles Schultz, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well, I <laughs> See, mean, I got it confused right. with another insurance company. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a little... That was wow. a Freudian slip, huh? That was awesome. That actually worked really well. Well, I think that... So maybe <laughs> that proves the point that he would like to make. It's like you do get forgotten. You get confused Jeez, and with all the yeah, corporate... Dude. I don't know, man. Like... What do you do? Like, how? Where do you? Where do you draw the line? I guess. That's I think that that's. I think the place you draw the line is where he drew it. At least for him. And I think it, it's all about what you personally want to accomplish. You know, yeah. in your life. That's you true. Know? And the thing Those about it is, it's like he can do. What he wants, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that the fact that he, you know, was taking up uh, half a page of the newspaper and, you know, doing things differently, taking up the having the title card be, you know, a quarter of the page. I mean, I don't think that's arrogant as much as just trying to see what you could get out of it. You know, I mean, the idea where you want to be able to push yourself to the limit and be able to challenge yourself and be able to have as much um, canvas to do it on. I mean, eventually you're going to get to a point where you you can't have any more, but to not just go for it. I mean, he got what he he got what he asked for is the thing. You know, yeah. it wasn't like no, you well, can't do that. It was Beetle Bailey and Nancy Drew like is it you know what I mean? Some comic probably got pushed out because he asked for more space. I would say absolutely. Yeah, but if you're an individual and you're like, well, if you're, if you're an you're egomaniac edge, about your, what? Yeah. Well, let's say you're the guy who got pushed out. Who was like, listen, we can't run your comic. Oh yeah. Bill Waters wants like enough space to like draw a full color intro. It's not going to actually say anything. It's just going to be, it's just going to say Calvin Hobbes. And it's going to be a watercolor painting, basically. Like. It's gonna contribute nothing except for atmosphere. Well, I, I shouldn't say nothing, because in the it, like it, it, it. I mean, I remember looking at these these comics, and it was impressive to see the fact that he had a full like bar for just for the title of his comic, and then like one small screen afterwards, and then two more full, full panels. So I'm not saying it's not, it doesn't matter, but. He probably did squeeze out some someone on the edge. Well, if I yeah, was and back in the if I was oh, some, go ahead, Chris. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, uh, if I if I was the artist that was getting bumped out, yeah, I'd totally be yeah. pissed. But if I was the guy that was like, I'm like, I spent time working on this piece. I think it really adds to the comic. I think it makes this particular story really important then I would try and get it in there. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Well, like you want to try and push yourself and get as much out of it as you can. <laughs> and if you're one person, we're on the edge of being bumped. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I guess, I guess right. what, yeah, maybe it wasn't the best and maybe you can't judge things that way, but there's definitely things that, I mean, I, I haven't gotten a newspaper in a long, long time. So I don't yeah. even know what's in them, but I know that in times that I have looked in the newspaper and gone to the comic section, there's stuff on there where I don't like, I just don't get it where I'm like, I could just skip over this. I don't like mm-hmm. the way this looks. Yeah. I don't like the style of it. I don't really like the story. You know, I mean, I, well, dude, I, yeah, the Kavanaugh, Bill Watterson, like he was basically, he's, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hate to say the best. It's a comic. Uh, that's it. Dylan's point, but that's how I introduced was, this whole thing. He was <laughs> very unique, I think, in his ability to bring um, very nuanced point of view and sophisticated humor to the funny pages. You know, to 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 yeah, like I said, Beetle Bailey and Nancy Drew, that, that kind of area. He was he was able to bring really compelling. Stuff and along with Gary Larson too. I'm not throwing out the far side, and he did it all with one panel. So you know who's who's the who's the better artist? Who's the better humorist? Well, I think well, the far my... side is definitely different too. You know that uh, one yeah, and um, 
Yeah. I, I, because it is only one panel. Fair. And I think there's an, there's another one. Uh, I think it was BC is one yeah. that is only one panel too. You know, where it's just like two guys talking or, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like Family just Circus one panel. is one panel as well. Yes. Yeah, so Family Circus is one panel, like but sometimes it's larger. Around someplace. Yeah. They, they have the, like, follow the kids, like their tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Do they yeah. still do yeah. that? I don't oh, know if they man. still do it. Those were kind of fun. I like yeah, them. they were they weren't so bad. I know they got like made fun of a lot in popular culture, but they were okay. Well, I think that's the Family Circus is another one where it's like you could say that's the best. You know, I think that I think like what Dylan's saying about the superlative thinks- is someone is like, I love Family <laughs> Circus. When I was a kid, my mom loved Family Circus, and yeah. she would put Family well, Circus. She would cut them out and put them on the refrigerator. You know, like Family that's, Circus. Like I didn't like it, it but a lot. honestly. It, it was good at what it did. It, it knew it's like whoever. Yeah, I can't actually quote whoever drew Family Circus, but whoever they were, they knew their audience and they knew how to give them what they wanted. And they were great at it. Whatever brand identity team drew yeah. that. Because that's kind of what that felt like. That it felt like you, Yeah. They they knew a little too much about who, their audience. It was Maybe. like. I don't well, know. Their, their audience probably didn't want to think too much. They just wanted to laugh and be amused and think and they have something cute. And it's not a bad thing. Like, and the family circus, that's like the perfect name for what that was. It, yeah. 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 It was probably a mom who's at her wit's end dealing with people like Matt and Chris. <laughs> not to not to like be overly specific, but probably pulling her hair out and so she put up a little uh, comic <laughs> So she could laugh. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, no reaction. <laughs> maybe so. As far as superlatives go, maybe Family Circus and Calvin and Hobbes weren't the best, but and maybe it's not fair to say they are the best. But there's a lot of comics that aren't as good as those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that I think that's the idea where someone is like, "Oh, this thing is the best." It's just like. You're high. You're setting it to a higher standard than some of the other comics that are in syndication, that are in all these newspapers, but are you know basically you just like skip over them. You're just like, oh man, I'm just going to read the uh, the Peanuts and Garfield and uh, Beetle Bailey and you know leave this other stuff like whatever you know. Well, man, I think back in the day when Calvin and Hobbes was expanding and making and taking up the whole first page. Like the other comics were so bad that you didn't feel like it was wasting space, you know. Like, yeah, I can feel that. And you didn't see the ones that were on the fringe that might have been better than the ones that already had a foothold and were like established and in, in the paper. Even though they they made no sense mm-hmm. or they were not funny every week, well, you know. Do you remember uh, Matt? It's Graham's like could life and could hell? you right? He, yeah. He, well, he never got like into any mainstream newspaper, even though his comics were great. And eventually, he found success. And well, yeah, but the, dude, the Simpsons, like Calvin yeah, and Hobbes, he, though, he clearly like, found it was like, could he, you make it bigger? Because like, why is Marmaduke here? You know, <laughs> Marmaduke. Like... Oh God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and they. Had, I mean, Marmaduke had some funny ones. I, I nah, pick on Marmaduke, but there were yeah, so many Marmaduke, comic Marmaduke strips. Marmaduke is worthy of being picked on. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's t- that's a tough equation. You got to work a Great Dane into every comic and be funny. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking with that. Well, Dylan, and you know what? The Marmaduke art style was a little too sloppy for me. <laughs> it was just too loose. Didn't really like it. It was slobbery. 
Yeah, it was, it was sloppy and slobbery. It was, yeah, it was like a dog drew it. Maybe it did. <laughs> I don't remember it being that bad. Marmaduke? Yeah, dude, you know, it was pretty sloppy. Ones, but, I mean, it's like, could Calvin and Hobbes be a little bit bigger this week? Because why, why do we have these other ones in here? So what you're saying is there's basically no way to rank. Like, there's no way to say, like, this is the best comic that's ever made. Yeah, I'm that's, saying that. That's I'm, your ultimate point. My ultimate point, though, goes beyond that. And it, it, mm, really? And, uh, are you ready for Does chapter it go into two? outer space? Chapter two of this uh, superlative. Yeah. Oh, my God.